This is the Chief Steward Officer podcast for Kingdom Entrepreneurs. If you want to start, grow, or sustain a business that lines up with Kingdom principles, this podcast is for you. Stewardship is key to aligning your business with the Kingdom of God, and we provide straight talk, practical tips, and advice to help you succeed. And now, your host, the CSO of Flow Business Systems, Mike Spence. Hello, Chief Steward Officer. So excited for you to be here. We're talking about a subject today, delegation. As you know, if you follow uh, us on chiefstewardofficer.com or read our blogs or listen to this podcast, uh, many of the things that I'm teaching are things that I have personally struggled with. It's not just biblical principles. Uh, it, It certainly is, but it's more personal than that for me because I'm just sharing everything I've ever struggled with and at times still struggle with. And delegation is just one of those things. As a chief steward officer, you know, we are given this blessing of God just to say, here's a business idea that he's given us and he wants us to be the best steward of that idea, of course, um, as we can by seeking him and asking the owner, God, what he would have to do in our business. And so as you're successful and your business is growing and it's scaling or or maybe it's, it's kind of stalled, you know, it, it's not growing, it's not scaling because you need more folks. Well, that's where this delegation comes in and it can be a trap really. And I'll just share some of my struggles in that there's a very particular way I like to have things. <laughs> I've been called a perfectionist and I think there's um, some truth to that, and I'm, I'm and I'm in recovery. I'm, you know, pray for me. Um, but you know, I want things to to be a certain way, a way I do it, and so it's then difficult when you try to bring on a freelancer or hire new employees and expect them to do it the way you did it, and it's just a learning curve. You know, it's just something that we all have to learn. But I'll tell you this: if you're going to grow a business, you'll never do it. Uh, to any size that's beyond yourself, of course, unless you hire some other people (laughs) and delegate the responsibilities and let them take those things on. It doesn't mean that they can't do it to a level of excellence, but what it does mean is that you can hand that over and train them up and explain how you need things done but then give them freedom, really let go and let them do what they feel is best within the parameters that you've taught them. So many times when I've done that, I will find people who will do it better than I ever did it, which is fantastic. And they have new ideas that you would have never thought of, or maybe a a better method. So delegation is just a key part of business. Uh, It's something that a lot of entrepreneurs like me can struggle with because we want to hold that stuff so close to the vest. We, we, we just, we maybe like to do it. That's another trap. If you really like doing something in your business and you don't want to let it go, then it will never grow outside of your control of it. So there's a lot of trust. There's a lot of uh, decision-making. There's a lot of, uh, you know, 
focus that has to go in to proper delegation of tasks within a company. So let's look at some scripture. And this is my favorite one. I know when I talk about delegation, I talk about the Bible. Uh, many talk about Jethro and Moses, uh, you know, in the, in the Old Testament. But, you know, let's find ourselves in Acts 6. And I like the, the for this one, the New uh, Living Translation, but but it's in here from Acts 6, 1 through 7. And what I love about it is that the church is starting to grow. The disciples are preaching, they are bold, and many, many followers are starting to uh, come to Jesus. He, they're being drawn to salvation through the work that the apostles are doing. So what happens is that they go beyond 12. You know, they had 12 of them, and now they've got hundreds and hundreds. And so we find ourselves at this moment where the disciples are doing their best to do what they do, to draw more folks you know, into uh, a life with Christ. But it says right here, Acts 6.1, but as the believers rapidly multiplied, there were rumblings of discontent. The Greek-speaking believers complained about the Hebrew-speaking believers, saying that their widows were being discriminated against in the daily distribution of food. We're going to unpack all this in a moment. Verse 2. So the twelve, the disciples, called a meeting of all the believers, and they said, We apostles should Spend our time teaching the word of God, not running a food program. Ooh, I bet that stirred him up. <laughs> I'm going to repeat that. We apostles should spend our time teaching the word of God, not running a food program. And so, brothers, select seven men who are well-respected and full of the spirit of wisdom. We will give them this responsibility. Then we apostles can spend our time in prayer and teaching the word. Everyone liked this idea, and they chose the following. Stephen, Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor. Don't, don't get me on these uh, names. I'm, I'm just trying to pronounce them. You know you mess up. Uh, Timon, Perminus, and Nicholas of Anatoch. These seven were presented to the apostles who prayed for them as they laid their hands on them. So God's message continued to spread. The number of believers greatly increased in Jerusalem, and many of the Jewish priests were converted too. Whew. Let's walk through it. So right away, as this thing is growing, what happens? I mean, they all love Jesus. They're learning the word. They're they're you know watching things just explode. Not just not just the the, the apostles. Now, I mean, believers are watching this movement grow and grow, and I'm sure everyone's excited. But then you've got two different groups. Greek-speaking believers, Hebrew-speaking believers, and there starts to become some friction. When you're growing your organization, you're going to be, it's going to be made up of people, and people are complex. <laughs> people will have good days and bad days, and they will have days like this where there will be some grumbling. There's going to be this perception of discrimination. It doesn't even say if that was true or not. What it said was, they brought it up and said, we think that this is happening. We feel like our side of the group is going to be discriminated against when it comes to the food. And think about that with your company. I mean, I've heard it like sales and marketing. If you have two different companies, uh, divisions within your company, you know, they fight. 
you know, marketing's going to say, well, we're creating all these leads and the sales team does, they just don't know how to close sales. And the sales team point fingers at marketing and say, well, we would sell if marketing would give us any quality leads. The leads they give us are terrible. Uh, or finance, you know, pointing fingers at HR. So, you know, it really is interesting here that these groups are feeling like one group is being favored over another or one's being discriminated against. So this is real when it comes to scaling any kind of an organization. But this is what I love. When the 12 and the uh, apostles, I called them disciples earlier, but now they're apostles. When the apostles heard this, they didn't just, you know, dismiss it. They didn't just say, you know what? Let us investigate. Let's take time out of what we do every day and let's dig into these matters and let's let's uh, pray about it. Let's let's go and, and launch an investigation to see what's really true. They didn't do that at all. They said, look, they, we need to spend our time teaching the word of God, not running a food program. And I don't believe they said that in a way that was derogatory. They just cut right to the chase. Like, look, that's an important thing, be it true or not true. We can't spend our valuable time in a position that we're in to go and dig into that. But let me give you specific instructions, which is your next step. You would give them specific instructions. I want you to go select seven men who are well-respected and full of the spirit of wisdom. And so they went out and they did it. They're like, we're not going to spend our time doing it, but it needs to be done. So we give you the power to go pick amongst yourself who will do this task and you go and get it done and let them be the ones that manage this for you. Let them be the ones that create the the next level of food distribution and make sure that it's fair. And what I love too about it is that it was addressed immediately. Um, the apostles turned their you know focus back on exactly what they felt called to do. And then everyone else loved the idea and they went out and picked seven men that I could kind of pronounce <laughs> and they they got them together now what i love that then happened because <laughs> you can tell i love i love i love but i love this part is because the people that went out and picked these seven men they brought them in front of the apostles to have them confirmed to have them prayed over to have you know that approval say hey apostles these are the seven you told us what to go do these are the ones that we found that we've delegated to and they're going to manage it and the apostles prayed over them and laid hands on them and then in verse seven it says so god's message continued to spread and the number of believers greatly increased in jerusalem and many of the jewish priests were converted too so if you're going to grow and scale a business you get to a point going oh my goodness i need help i need to get more people in that are going to help me get to this next level. You have to take a, an inventory of all the things that need to be done in the business and what you personally spend your time doing. And if you can find someone that's better at a task than you are, or if it's very time consuming, but low level tasks that you could easily delegate or train an intern or, or a freelancer to, to do for you because they're important. They still need to be done 
then those are the items you want to pick first. And be clear on what you need them to do. Make sure that they understand your company. Make sure they understand your business model. Make sure that you've documented your processes and make sure that they understand this is exactly what your part is. And I need you to do this in whatever way you want to do them, but within these parameters so that you get the desired outcome you're looking for. Delegation is key. If, if you do not delegate effectively, you're going to just hit a ceiling of how much you can grow your business. Take it from the apostles in Acts 6, 1 through 7, 